Welcome to the Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell. I'm Jeff Johnson here with Russ Riley. And today we're speaking with Kevin Kettler, Chief Technology Officer at Dell. We're going to discuss the trends and inherent advantages of the enterprise data center strategy scaling out versus the alternative strategy of scaling up. Kevin, to start off, can you tell us the difference between scale out and scale up? The difference between scale out, which is the direction that Dell has chosen to drive its product families and scale up, is really a very basic premise. The basic premise is when you look within a platform, are you architecting platforms to have additional processing elements, in particular sockets within a platform, to go and create higher performance or higher capable systems. The scale-up approach is typically the approach that would state, okay, I would like to increase the capabilities by adding more processing sockets. So I would have a 4-socket, an 8-socket, a 16-socket, 16-way, as we often called it years ago. Scale-out is the notion of let me move to very manageable building blocks. And those building blocks today, we've defined it just as one-socket, two-socket, and four-socket systems as you would take a number of these boxes and aggregate the boxes together to get the same level of performance that you were looking for in a large monolithic system that had many processing elements within the single box. So that's the difference in its very base level between scale-out and scale-up. And as I described, scale-out is a direction that Dell set several years back based on some of the insights that we had around the industry. When did Dell first realize scale-out was a viable strategy, and what exactly led you to this decision? I oftentimes get asked about scale-out, Dell's vision for our enterprise-class customers. And really, scale-out is a history at Dell. It probably dates back about six years, and six, seven years was when we first started to put the strategy together. And we noticed a lot of different trends that were occurring in the marketplace, and we really uh, decided that those trends were significant enough that we wanted to change the way people were thinking of computing at the time. So at the time, there was really the, the prevailing thought was that you were going to build bigger and bigger machines, things like four-way, eight-way, 16-way, 32-way boxes. At Dell, our view was headed that direction as well. We had projects started uh, doing an eight-way project. We were looking at potentially doing some larger systems as well. When we spent some time looking across all of the things I'll tell you about here in just a minute, and At the end of the day, we made the decision to move away from the eight-way to move into systems that are four-way, two-way, or single-socket systems. Today, we use the term sockets just due to the proliferation of multi-core. At the time, we would have said four-processor, two-processor, and single-processor systems. Today, we say four-socket, two-socket, single-socket systems. So when we look at this, the decision to go ahead and make our development around those three areas was pretty significant because it meant killing off on our roadmap a lot of these higher-end systems and really changing drastically the direction that Dell was driving its product families. Kevin, what were some of the issues at the time? Some of the things that we noted at that time was there was a time-to-market development gap between the uniprocessor and multiprocessor speeds 
And this was mainly due to validation complexity. So we would often see that on a desktop, you would have oftentimes a higher speed processor available than you would on a server, yet server is where you would potentially like the highest performing parts to reside immediately. The other thing we noted was there was uh, this notion of a shared front-side bus, and that's the bus between the processor and the chipset. And this was really limited whenever you looked at multiprocessing environments because of the architecture itself at the time that, uh, in particular, Intel was proliferating, was a shared front-side bus architecture. And this long-term was not necessarily the best approach whenever you started talking about 8-way, 16-way, and greater boxes because you can't share processors to that degree, or you could, but you would limit down the performance of that front-side bus just based on the sharing nature. The opposite point of that is moving to a point-to-point bus architecture, which some companies were moving that direction, companies like AMD, and as we now know, uh, Intel is moving that direction as well. But at the time, five to six years ago, a few people were aware of that trend occurring. The other piece to look at was the notion of multi-core architectures. We were very early... Um, partner with Intel on looking at multi-core architectures and the impact on the platforms. And in looking at this, we really uh, were doing a lot of studies around if you took a, for example, a two-socket system and put two two-core, dual-core processors into a two-socket system, what's the effective performance relative to a four-socket system? And while it's not a one-to-one scaling capability, we did see a lot of positive things in terms of replacement value of many cores in single sockets versus doing a mini-socketed system with single cores in each. Other trends that we were looking at, too, is I spend a lot of time looking across the chipset environment. While we often talk about the processors, your platforms are also highly dependent on the chipsets that are the glue that tie together the memory, the, the processing, and the I.O. elements. And these chipsets, what we noticed uh, as we spent time with the vendors that were all offering chipsets in the market were there wasn't a high degree of investment on anything greater than four-way chipsets. And really, eight-way and above, the ecosystem was diminishing rapidly. Other things to note, too, at the time, again, place this back five to six years ago, was that interconnect technology was moving at a great pace in terms of the latency and bandwidth capabilities of the interconnect. So before where you needed to have a lot of processors very monolithic within a box just to have low latency, high bandwidth interconnect, today we can achieve much of that through actually interconnects that oftentimes go box to box. Great strides have been made in that area, and we saw that trend happening and felt that was an important one also. The other thing to note was there was a new emerging architecture at the time, this modular or bladed architecture that ultimately supported scale-out. That's like an ultimate scale-out architecture in that it builds off of having a building block approach to your enterprise, and you go ahead and build out these building blocks. The other thing to note is we were very strong proponents of virtualization technology and the value of virtualization technology. And when you begin to look at especially the multi-core architectures 
and some of the things that are happening around multi-core, and you overlay the use of virtualization technology, it became pretty apparent that you could do some very nice, architecturally elegant platforms using virtualization, using scale-out architecture, which is many boxes, and then using virtualization to allow you to move workload between boxes to go ahead and manage what might be a, a very complex task or set of tasks that an application might be requiring. The important thing is once we saw this trend, and this was, again, a trend down at the very base level of components and technology, uh, it's really how do we go and then change what we were doing with our development efforts and also what we were doing with our partners. So about five years ago, we made the decision to drive towards a scale-out approach to all of our platforms. At the time, we killed our eight-way box. We also uh, moved away from anything greater than eight-way systems. At the time, we were viewed as, well, maybe Dell just doesn't understand what's happening, or maybe Dell can't build an eight-socket system. Uh, there was a lot of interesting press that came out of that, but when you actually looked at the knowledge and insight that we had, we were, I believe, well ahead of where the industry was heading and chose to set our path the direction what would be inevitable for the entire industry, which is these scalable building blocks, which today we're seeing that. So if you look today where these things are being used, what we've done over the last five years is once we knew we were setting our course this direction with our roadmaps and direction, we began to work with everybody from software providers, application developers, large system management companies to talk about how do we build each of these layers of software to take advantage of this scaled-out approach versus monolithic platforms. And a lot of that, the exciting part is today we're seeing the fruits of a lot of that labor, the advances in virtualization technology, dynamic provisioning within enterprise racks is another great example of some of the work that's occurred here. The addition of the work that's happened with companies such as Oracle, where they've taken their rack products and built those products so that they're directly applicable to scaled-out approaches of architectures is another great example of a partnership that we've worked through the years as we've proliferated this style of architecture. The benefits of the architecture for its customers are significant in everything from performance, pay-as-you-grow, security improvements. There's a long list of positive attributes, but the important thing to note is when we looked at this five years ago is we knew this architecture was going to be inevitable, and we ultimately made the investment around that. That's really the history of scale out at Dell on how we started down this path, and we're still very excited about where it's heading as we look forward. What are the technological or economic benefits to scale out? Well, with scale out, what we find is, uh, and I'll use Dell as a great example, uh, much of our infrastructure today is driven by a scale-out architecture, including areas such as Dell.com. And I'll use Dell.com as an example. And Dell.com, as you might imagine, has grown significantly through the years. So any area where you're growing, the question comes up, how do you manage to build out for growth? And what customers have to do whenever you're dealing with a scale-up architecture is you oftentimes find you're buying ahead of your needs because the cost of adding large monolithic machines is normally very expensive, and you need to buy with headroom 
that might be six to 12 months out before you finally fully utilize the box. As you know, technology moves ahead at a pretty big pace, and the economics around that also uh, improve as time through time, or history has, has shown that. So with scale out, now the scalable enterprise approach, you can go ahead and take those boxes and you just buy exactly what you need at any given point in time, and you just continue to buy just slightly ahead of your needs. And as you grow, you add more boxes. As you grow, you add more boxes. And then these get tied together to drive the infrastructure needs. And if you look at the economic return on this, it's quite significant because of the financial differences normally in buying a box that is of much smaller scale, but many of them versus a large monolithic box. So that's the initial acquisition cost. When you look at some of the capabilities then once it's put in place is higher level of performance is normally derived as well because you're using the latest and greatest hardware versus buying hardware a year in advance of when you might actually utilize it. So you find that your ability to replenish with current hardware is very high. We also see other features around this as well. So I'll use Dell.com as an example. Because we've got a distributed architecture with a scalable architecture around this, anytime there's an issue with a given server, let's say there's a security issue, there's an attack on Dell.com, we're able to isolate that and remove that very quickly because of the fact that we only take down one server in dealing with that attack versus a whole set of servers. So there's a security implications around this if your infrastructure is architected correctly around using this scalable enterprise. So these are all customer-facing benefits around this that we've seen, and a lot of these are very powerful both from a financial acquisition cost as well as uptime and management of the system through time. That's a really compelling argument for scale-out, and I'm sure our listeners will be interested in finding more information. You can find more information in Dell's Power Solution magazine or visit us online at www.dell.com slash enterprise. And join us again for the next edition of Data Center of the Future podcast series.